Welcome to the Prosperous Mother podcast, helping single moms transform their finances so they can achieve financial freedom in their own way by working through the mindset and emotional blocks that can be scary to face. I'm Natalie Marie and I'll be showing you how choosing yourself creates generational wealth well beyond money. On today's podcast, I'm going to talk about the financial mistakes that you should avoid as a single mum. Now, me and myself, I made these mistakes <laughs> when I had my children. And um, with children, it, take, it took me a lot longer than I would have liked for me to rectify these mistakes. But um, with wisdom, well, with experience comes wisdom. And so today I'm going to share these with you. So the first one is using credit cards as an emergency fund. I think this one really does speak for itself. Um, I always find that sometimes, well, I found that when I was using my credit card as an emergency fund, I'd have one emergency and then afterwards, I'd have a plan to pay off and then another emergency would happen and I'd have to use a credit card again and I hadn't even paid off the first emergency. So it would just spiral into this bigger amount. And the way to avoid this is to firstly, build an emergency fund. <laughs> and to do this, well, the rule of thumb is you need to have three to six months worth of expenses saved in your emergency fund. But if you have debt, then you wanna save an amount, um, which is not three to six months, it will be less, but an amount that you think would uh, cover some of your emergencies. So for instance, when I was clearing debt and I had my emergency fund and I was saving for emergency fund, I saved up to 500 pounds. Some save up to a thousand pounds. So and the reason I only saved up to 500 pounds because I was living in a hostel um, and the only big emergency I was dealing with was my car. And I knew that 500 pounds would cover the cost of it of anything, of any kind of issue I would have had with the car. So you, as I said, save an amount if you've got debt that you feel would cover your emergencies. So once you've decided on an amount that you'd like to have in your emergency fund, you wanna go and budget. You wanna look at your expenses, your essential spends like your rent and mortgage, um, your grocery shop, car payments if you have that, um, your debt if you have that as well, um, and electric gas, all those, all those essential, all those essential items. And then you want to look at your non-essential items and you want to eliminate as much as possible. Um, you have to sacrifice. You have to, and know that this isn't permanent this is going to this is just a temporary situation and then if you can um increase your income maybe create a little side hustle and I like I think one of my members in my group she signed up to this babysitting agency and so that's what she does to create more income but you want to build up that emergency fund so that you're not using your credit cards at all for any kind of emergencies when you use your credit card you want to use it to build credit. And so you wanna be using your credit card 
to pay for items or maybe a certain bill that you know you're going to pay off every time your statement is produced from the credit card company. The second one is <laughs> having children uh, with a narcissist or someone who's abusive or just with someone who doesn't want to contribute to the welfare, the financial responsibility of raising children. And obviously sometimes we can't really foresee see this until after we've had children with that particular person. But if that is your case uh, or your situation and this person, you know, your child's dad isn't contributing at all, then you need to find ways. Firstly, you need to figure out um, what you'll need in order to not, in order to live a comfortable life. Um, look at your income. How can you increase your income? Side hustles, doing a business, upskilling within your career to really maximize your income. Um, and make sure that you're not wasting time. I found from my experience that wasting time and chasing up maintenance, it just took the focus off myself. And the moment I accepted that this was going to be my situation, I then turned the focus onto myself and beautiful things started happening. Like I just focused on upskilling within my career and every year I was getting a pay rise um, to the point where I just, I didn't need the maintenance. Um, even though he had stopped, I was no longer no longer having to take from Peter to pay Paul. Uh, I could afford all my bills comfortably, plus the welfare of my children and myself as well. The third one is spending every penny and having nothing to show for it. You have to learn to live below your means. There's nothing wrong with spending everything, but where? But think about where is it going? Is it in alignment with your goals? So you could spend everything, but you know that Everything is going towards your basic needs. It's going towards your children and their needs. And then, then some, you are thinking about your future or you're thinking about the goals you want to achieve. And that could look like investing in courses, hiring a mentor, um, or maybe you want to do a business. And so you've um, calculated your startup costs. And so you're saving towards that. There's nothing wrong with say, spending every penny, but make sure that your every penny has you know, is going towards something, is going towards an asset, is going towards an investment, is going towards something that is going to return an income or return some value back into your life. Spending all the time on eating out and clothes and keeping up with the Joneses, you end up living hand to mouth um, and that creates a, pay a paycheck to paycheck cycle. Hey, it's me, Natalie. I'm just shamelessly interrupting this podcast episode to advertise my simple and practical budgeting tool for you to up-level your finances this year. If you are looking for a budgeting tool, then look no further. I have created a spreadsheet called the Budgeting is Boring Spreadsheet. And this easy and practical spreadsheet will help you turn the mundane task of budgeting into a simple process, especially for us busy single mums who want to achieve financial goals within a limited time. This spreadsheet is great for those who are not tech and or Excel savvy. It's also accompanied by a step-by-step -step tutorial to teach you how to use this budgeting tool effectively so you can achieve your goals. Download it now. The link is in the details of this episode.
Okay, so now back to the episode. So make sure you've got your priorities in order. The fourth one is people pleasing and keeping up with the Joneses. <laughs> I'm, a, well, now I am. I'm a big believer of um, helping yourself first before you help anyone else. And as women, we have been um, conditioned to put everyone else before ourselves. And that has been at the detriment of ourselves. And it will look like we're always tired. Um, we don't have enough time for us. Um, you're not investing in yourself. You're not pouring back into you. You're having to go without because you've said yes to someone else. And as I said before, in the last point about keeping up with the Joneses, you know, trying to impress people who do not pay your bills, who do not care about you. And so you just have to learn to say no and, you know, write your goals up, put them somewhere where you always see them. I like to have mine on my mobile phone. I like to have them on my whiteboard next to my desk. It just keeps me focused and it reminds me of why I'm doing what I'm doing. And um, yes, uh, I said before in other podcasts, episodes, that you will lose people along the way because they're no longer benefiting from you putting yourself last or actually you not even coming on your own list. Um, but the people who respect you, who love you and who want you to win, they will be the ones there beside you. And actually they'll probably say something like, oh, I'm so glad you've done this. I was waiting for you to start living your life and start doing you because people pleasing always it never goes well <laughs> and you end up in resent resenting the people um and you always lose out and it does affect your finances so for instance I remember when I you know was first starting going into my my personal finance journey and saying, no, I'm not buying birthday presents. I will buy a card. Um, no, I'm not going to go out to eat there. It's too expensive. Um, or I'll meet you. If there was a big event, like we'd go out to dinner and then go to the event afterwards, I'd be like, no, I, I can afford the event, but I can't do dinner. So I will, I, will, I will meet you guys at the venue. It is scary because everyone's saying yes. And yes, people will bitch. Um, but when they see the results, you will find those same people coming to you asking you for advice. <laughs> and that's what I found amongst my friends. And that's what I found amongst my family members. At first, they were laughing at me. Um, but afterwards, when they saw the results and saw how I had changed my life, transformed it, um, then they were coming to me for advice. They start to realize why you was doing what you was doing and why you was making those sacrifices. So... During it, it's not so nice, but afterwards, you'll be really thankful. Your future self will thank you for it. And the last one, not knowing my worth. Oh, my gosh. Getting into a relationship that you shouldn't really get into always results in losing money. I've not met a woman who didn't know her worth and didn't lose herself and her finances. Um, so really knowing what you're worth, that comes down to... Um, negotiating pay rises and learning how to do that walking away when someone doesn't meet your requirements like it's okay I think people always worry about you know if I say no or if I say actually this is not this is not what I want or this is not the salary um, that I want 
that there's this fear of the person withdrawing the offer. Um, an example of this, my sister, she started a new job um, September last year and um, she had applied for another job. She applied for two jobs and one of them said, um, this is all we can afford. And I remember her talking to me about it and I said, say no, say no, because you'll go into that job, you love your career, but you'll go into that job and um, you'll start resenting it and you'll start being unhappy and you're at work with your colleagues more than you are with anyone else. And, um, and you will start to feel undervalued so she didn't accept that role. And the other job that she applied for, they offered her the role. They gave her the salary. She said, no, this is the salary that I want. And they said, okay. And they gave it to her. So even if you say no, because they're not giving you what you're worth, another door will always open. So don't be fearful. The universe likes to test us as well. Uh, I always find from my experience that um, the universe wants to make sure it's testing you to, you know, to see if you mean what you're saying. Because knowing your worth is just it's the icing on the cake and it just removes any unnecessary situations. Um, and I always find that when you do accept less, they will treat you accordingly and they will keep um, overstepping your boundaries because you didn't put any in the first place. Um, everyone wants to be valued. Everyone wants to be respected, but it starts from you. When people see how you treat yourself, they will treat you accordingly. And people love seeing people who um, treat themselves as though they are important and not this arrogant, pompous, um, energy or way it's just it's silent like you don't have to say it but it's just in the way you carry yourself um in the way you talk in the way you act um people gravitate towards that and people respect that so yeah the last one is not invested in a mentor sooner um i love investing in coaches or mentors because they have gone through all the trials and tribulations already on the journey or the goal that you want to reach. And so you don't have to go through it. And so you get to your goal a lot quicker. You get to your goal easier, but you've got someone to support you, which is, which is really important actually when you're achieving your goals. Cause sometimes it'll feel like you're the only one going through these problems. And when you've got a mentor or a coach beside you, you can come to them, okay, this is what I'm experiencing. And because they've had similar experiences and similar struggles and challenges, they can help you navigate through it. Um, and so you feel supported and you get, you um, find your solutions quicker. Um, and you just feel like you're not the only one that's going through it, or you're not the only one that has been through it. And it helps you to see things like sometimes you know, because we've gone through our own experiences, it, it has shaped our perspective. And sometimes you just need fresh eyes to come and look at the situation from a different angle. And so there will, there'll be other options that you didn't see. 
um, and sometimes more suitable and viable for you. And so investing in a mentor is, is re it's really investing in yourself. It's helping you get to your goal and making sure that you achieve it. So that's it for today's podcast. And I hope you have a great week and I'll see you next week. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the podcast today. If you're wanting to build wealth in your own way, you can download my single mom five-step guide to financial freedom to help motivate you. The link to download is in this episode's description.